Hi there listeners welcome to episode 106 of Never on the Backfoot podcast this is me Neha Shetty and I'm so glad to have you all listening in the fourth edition of the women's t20 challenge concluded on may 28 with the supernovas winning their third title a total of three teams namely trail blazers velocity and supernovas participated in the competition that was played from may 23rd it was an exciting competition and there are a lot of talking points On the podcast today we have Paris. He is currently working as a trader of garments in his hometown. He did his degree in BBA finance from Christ University Bengaluru. He is very keen about philosophy, rock music and cricket. He loves to play, watch and basically be abreast with everything happening in the world of cricket. It was the 2007 T20 World Cup when he started watching cricket properly and he used to see Dhoni and UV bat together and used to imitate how they played. 2011 was special for him because it was after this that he became passionate about the Indian cricket team and Chennai Super Kings. He started playing club cricket in his 10th standard and played at the university level as a wicketkeeper batter. Without further ado, let's hop on to this interesting discussion on the recently concluded Women's T20 Challenge. The Women's T20 Challenge has lived through somewhat of an identity crisis since its inception four summers ago. Yet every time it came along as a side show to the men's IPL and with the promise of being a prelude to the women's IPL, this 2022 edition of the Women's T20 Challenge might have been its most pertinent one as yet because it has helped chart a road map for India's immediate future. Paris, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing today? Hi, Neha. Uh, I'm doing good. It was a busy day and I was really looking up to this because uh, W.E. Raman sir, he came on the podcast and I was like, whoa. And I was on to the list, which was the upcoming list and I was very, very keen to like, you know, join you in the podcast. So yeah, I'm very, very excited. Right, absolutely looking forward to the conversation as well and uh, before you know we get into the team wise discussion how would you rate this time's women's t20 challenge not going to lie after a year gap like the last year it didn't happen right so hmm. after after a couple of years it happened and i was like yeah we need some domestic players coming up and we need to like see them and i was very very excited and it was up to the mark it was it was up to the mark i mean Uh, the the velocity versus the trail blazers trail blazers game i mean trail blazers actually won the match but that, but they were not happy that shows a lot about the intensity of the tournament hmm. at how cutthroat it was so yeah it was a great tournament absolutely and we will get to more talking points in general about the tournament but let's you know start the discussion with supernovas now what according to you were their biggest highs and i know they are in the winning side but if you also had to reflect on some of the lows what would that look like um if i have to look at the lows i i would say the pooja was thrakar in, in, in the last couple of games mm-hmm. she conceded a lot of runs because mm-hmm. i have seen her in the australia series uh, i have seen her in the world cup and her her line and her length was literally in, in the into the third and fourth term she lost her line in the last couple of matches and i was like okay it's fine every bowler has that phase but yeah pooja was sucker uh, was hindering me a little bit because after after the world cup how she has bowled how she has batted i have had expectations with her a lot like you know i i take her as a lead bowler because like you would have seen she opened with the ball as well uh, in I could guess the pink ball test, right? Mm-hmm. In Australia. Yeah. Yeah. She she opened with the ball with Jimmy Barnes. So I mean, after after that performance, I expect a lot from Pooja Ustakar. Yeah, that was it. Right. And if you also had to uh, look at the other highs from the Supernovas' point of view. Um. Trust me, I love Tanya Vada. I love to watch her bat and keep. She's technically so damn sound. Hmm. So whenever I whenever I see her with 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 her wrist rolling, how she drives the ball, I just love to see her. So yeah, Tanya Bhartia scored some good runs, some scored some hefty good valuable runs with her Arman Preet Kaur, and that was a great high for me because those weren't just the runs; they were match-winning runs uh, from from a wicketkeeper. And because 
I know this would sound very, very uh, like cliche in the women's women's cricket, right? Uh, nowadays, that wicket keepers, wicket wicket keeper players, they don't score a lot. But after Richa mm-hmm. Ghosh coming up, after Riyastika Bhatia keeping so well, and because Tanya Bhatia got competition with Richa Ghosh because she can bat pretty pretty well and she can uh, hit those high toss, move fours and so forth, right? Mm-hmm. But seeing Tanya Bhatia grow as a batter. I just love it. Right, and uh, you know, talking about impact players, Harman Preet Kaur too had a very good uh, women's T Twenty challenge this time around. So, what's your take on their skipper? I mean, Harman, we know what a, what an aggressive skipper she has been. Twenty twenty T Twenty World Cup, she cheered the team so well, like. We know Mitali is a very experienced skipper, and mm. uh, she she is very calm and she is very composed, and she has had a lot of experience in all those intense situations. But but when it comes to Harman Preet Kaur, how he cheers up the team, how she just like you know gets so aggressive, like of course Punjabi kuri, <laughs> and <laughs> how she gets so aggressive and tactically also like you know using her because in in women's cricket and and these wickets. You, 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 India, because especially you have to use your spinners pretty wisely, hmm. and she used those spinners pretty well. And I just like how Indian women's cricket is growing because we have Harmanpreet and then Smriti Mandana coming up as a skipper. I just love how the team is shaping up because after uh, uh, Mitali, the legacy is 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 being passed to Harmanpreet Kaur, hmm. which in herself. She has had a lot of experience, so just Hanumanpreet, no words for her. Like she is the Dhoni because seven seven number jersey as well. She is becoming the Dhoni and the finisher of the game. Mm. Just loving her how how she's doing it. Absolutely, she is invaluable to any team uh, that she's a part of. But if you also had to look at some of your favorite games, I know it's very few. Uh, but what were some of your favorite games from Supernovas' campaign? Supernovas, totally the final, the final. Of course, it ha- it has to be the final because uh, I guess last time Trailblazers took it, uh, hmm. last women's T Twenty challenge. Yeah, and before that, a couple of times Supernovas have taken it right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. again, super supernovas coming to the final, and then taking the cup single-handedly. I, I love that match. Fair enough, yeah. And uh, who, according to you, was this player? You know, who shown in spite of the limited opportunities they got. Here, you can talk about cap players or uncapped players. All right. So, like, just supernovas or velocity as well. Oh, this is supernova know. specific. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. Priya Punia because we have seen Priya Punia coming into the uh, national team circle and she has been in the squad. She is, I guess, it was a South Africa series uh, where she played and she opened with Smriti. Hmm. And South Africa series we failed pretty badly and we all know Jamie failed. Uh, Priya Punia she also failed in, in that series and even. uh like vitali was also very uh, pretty much uh, uh, criticized for how slow her strike rate was from that mm-hmm. series on i guess so like after that series india uh, indian team went through a lot of changes right yeah and in the world cup we had all those changes yastika pardia coming up and so we are talking of priya punia sorry so priya punia seeing her slog through the covers for a six and like Is it the same Priya Punia I was seeing last year? I was like, I was so glad to see her grow because I saw her uh, uh, scores of this domestic T Twenty uh, trophy which happened, right? Mm-hmm. Even in that, her strike rate was pretty good. So I was like, yeah, Priya Punia, um, even Jamie. Okay, I I am big Jamie fan, so I I'll talk to <laughs> Jamie later on, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seeing Priya Punia grow and you know having alternatives for our Indian team hmm. as openers who can slog, I felt really good to see Priya Punia like that. Absolutely, and most of our fans, you know, will be looking for her to make that comeback into the Indian team. 
but uh, you know focusing on uh, supernovas right they did have a very strong squad but who according to you was you know underutilized by them any player you thought would you know definitely make the playing 11 but didn't make it and anyone um for supernovas uh, i guess if 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 talking of underutilization hmm. within the playing 11 can, can i speak about that absolutely yeah okay so i was really looking up to uh, see sunelu ball hmm. in the final as well because the wicket was pretty good for the spinners as well meghna meghna singh just got one over and she conceded 15 or 16 i guess hmm. and then i was like uh, if all the and then i i was like if acklestone can bowl this good we have seen sunelu bowl in the international circuit right hmm. and pooja wasakar and all the pacers coming up and getting the economy of 8 and 10 8 and around 10 right i was very keen to see sunelu ball during that time but she didn't come i, I was expecting she would come to ball right exactly and who according to you you know was the most valuable player here again you can focus on an indian player or an overseas player i guess without any doubt it was uh, deandra dotel hmm and because If if you saw the final, how 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 well she bowled, her line and length was top notch. How she batted, it 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 was pretty good to see her like this because she had she hasn't had a lot of international exposure lately because mm-hmm. the West Indies players they they are not getting as much chance as like you know us us the test playing uh, test playing countries mm-hmm. and seeing her bat like that, seeing her bowl like that, it felt pretty good too. you know see an all round performance hmm. from 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 an, from an overseas player from an, uh, i guess west indies they haven't played any test match lately right mm-hmm. they haven't yeah. yeah from from a non test playing country it feels really good to like you know see those players coming up exactly and if you had to uh, you know pick out a find of the season and this can be a domestic player uh, from supernovas from supernovas hmm oh fine i guess I, I, you know when you saying fine of the tournament i am just concentrating on kiran nagere i cannot actually think of anyone else i cannot actually think of, i'm really sorry i cannot actually think of anyone else from from velocity from supernovas from trailblazers any one of them mm-hmm. cannot think of anyone else it's it's actually uh, uh, kiran nagere but I guess uh, there was this ball of Kanoja, right? Hmm. She bowled pretty well. Hmm. Yeah, she she was from super she was from supernovas and she yeah. bowled pretty well. She was very economical. So hmm. I was like, that's the catch for the T20s, and she was pretty economical that way. It's like that could be the catch for a new uncapped player from the domestic circuit. Yeah. Absolutely, and that does conclude our uh, discussion on supernovas. And let's move on to velocity, the team that has got all of us, uh, you know, excited. So, yeah. if you had to look at velocity's campaigns, what do you think were you know the biggest highs? And you can also you know focus on the lows. Um, I'm I'm just gonna talk of the highs because velocity is the only team which haven't uh, won the women's T20 uh, women's T20 challenge, hmm. but this year. They won our hearts. Totally, they won our hearts. And absolutely, I'm just gonna say one thing, Kiran Nagere. I mean, <laughs> how well she batted in, in that second match. I was like, because okay, she was talking about Mahindra Singh Dhoni. How she was pulling the ball. I was like, ये धोनी है तो. And <laughs> after that, first six, I was like, okay, new player. It's fine. Hmm. Shepali. Shepali gone. Okay, some new player came. All right, slogged right away for a six. I was like, damn. Now I gotta just put up my seat belts because something big is coming. Mm-hmm. And then with a strike rate of two hundred in her first ever match, I mean yeah. that was something. That that was that was really something. I I was literally showing her showing this to my sister. My sister also follows it pretty uh, pretty regularly mm-hmm. and. She was like, "Hey, what is it? Because we have we have followed the hundred, we have followed the uh, big bash. We haven't seen any new player coming up like this and hitting it so hard. Hmm. Like Kiran Nagere, it was 
so good to see her back like that exactly and here's hoping she also gets a longer run you know and uh, gets selected uh, for india too but uh, you know focusing on deepthi sharma right this was her uh, first and how do you rate her captaincy in this setup managing those overseas players managing her bowlers and everything you know how would you rate it okay i i totally concentrate this one with the final because final was a very uh, important match for them of course because it hmm. was with an important final to win the cup for the first time and a fresh captain for velocity after mitali raj yeah. it was a big deal for deepthi not going to lie because uh, how she has been as an experienced player in the uh, in, in the in the indian circuit because she has won a lot of matches for us with the ball and the bat hmm. and now comes the time where, where she has to like you know act as a skipper so if you saw the match when priya punya and diana rotten were batting i was like it's a 200 it's it's a 200 score game and it and it will easily go 200 because harman preet kaur has to come pooja vastrakar has to come and it, it's a total 200 score match but how she managed her bowlers after the 10 after the 10 of well over it, it was brilliant it, it was really brilliant how she managed ayabonga khaka ayabonga khaka was their i think a lead bowler mm. for the for the death overs per se because she she was pretty economical with that and dipti herself being very economical i guess mm-hmm. so yeah how they managed the death overs it was very very commendable to, to see her manage the bowlers like that and like i know she cannot actually do everything right away because it's her first a season mm. and i know there there were experienced players like sneha rana and laura wolpart herself so i mean she would get a lot of support from them as well mm. but the, the the match was so close they almost won it laura wolpart all, all almost they won it but yeah deepthi did her pretty well and i'm like proud of her uh, as an experienced player you, you see her grow and then Hmm. And then coming as a skipper next year, maybe leading a, a whole franchise team, right? Because mm-hmm. six team IPL, I guess, next year. Yes, that's the plan hmm. for that. Yeah, so like she would be the skipper of one of the teams, I guess. So like, yeah, it 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 would be a very motivating final for her. So yeah, it it was very good to see her like that. Yeah, fingers crossed for the women's IPL to happen soon, and we will be talking about that a little later on. And yeah. uh, if you also had to look at some of your other favorite players <laughs> from the Velocity setup besides uh, Kiran Navgire, who would that be? Um, Laura Purifar. I mean, that lady is pure love for finishing the games. Hmm. I mean, I saw her for the very first time because she is my age. <laughs> I mean, she she is our age. Hmm. and seeing some players like that you just question yourself what what are you doing in your life <laughs> and like and she's finishing the international games like that odi games all the t20 she, she's just finishing them so well her being the opener or coming at number 3 or coming at number 4 doesn't bother her at all she hmm. just plays her game so fluently i i love to watch her play regardless of the situation she'll be so calm and she'll just play her game if mm. you see her open okay all the players are within the 30 yard circle she'll play her shots find the boundaries from the gaps like mm. she does okay the players are outside the 30 yard circle even that doesn't bother her and in, in the team, we saw how fluently she was hitting the, the, those holes right that tells a lot about how a player can tank while seeing the gaps and that shows what a great player she's going to be ahead right so yeah lot of good fair enough and uh, who according to you was underutilized by velocity like they didn't get enough opportunities or even if they made it to the playing 11 they just weren't used enough um for uh, velocity hmm. it was like snehrana okay i was i mean even Uh, even this thing was with Pooja Vastrakar as well because Pooja Vastrakar and Sneha Rana from the past year I have been expecting a lot from them because 
they are those all rounders because our team is filled with all rounders if you see hmm. t sharma sreerana pooja vastrakar han harman can bowl even and i'll count her as a bowler because <laughs> even in big bash she performed pretty hmm. well with both of them so like we've got so many all rounders and sne making a comeback to indian team performing so well in world cup the, the pakistan game i'm i'm, I'm remembering it was that she played so well yes. we lost early wickets yeah pooja vastrakar and sreerana they finished uh, the innings mm-hmm. and they finished it at a, I, i remember so i have had a lot of expectations with sreerana with the with the ball she was very expensive mm-hmm. that could be the reason that that she was underutilized maybe possible or or maybe like it was something with with the plan of the team strategically we don't know but hmm. yeah i thought sneerana was underutilized or maybe i had a lot of expectations from her and she didn't perform well that because she was very expensive right and uh, now that you know we've spoken at length about supernovas and velocity let's talk about trailblazers now if you had to you know reflect on their campaign and look at the biggest highs and lows obviously you know them not making it to the uh, finals how would you evaluate it uh, first of all it's it's just a three team cup so <laughs> exactly yeah so it's so damn unfair for all three of them because if you see a team which is winning their match and still not qualifying Hmm. can't you just feel how unfair it is yeah because i i i feel that if they are just making a three team tournament they should give three to four matches and like you know let them just play hmm. all right and then because couple of games they'll just require to get settled in the tournament right hmm. and so like i felt very unfair for them uh, but okay regardless of that you know they had they had a pretty good tournament with the bat and I, i guess they lost it with the ball but with the bat they had a pretty good tournament hmm yeah and looking for the highs for the team hmm uh, smriti mandana batting pretty well and like how can we forget jamie marotri yes jamie jamie coming back Uh, with smriti mandana her best <laughs> and seeing her bat like that after the 100 uh, after uh, after she played so well for the renegades in the big bash and then performing yet again here in mm-hmm. it was pretty good to see her like that yes fair enough and uh, we will come to her a little later on too but uh, smriti mandana is often you know uh, looked as this uh, captaincy candidate in the future for indian uh, for the indian cricket team as well but how do you uh, rate her captaincy with the trail blazers setup is she an approachable captain and you know how would you uh, break down her captaincy um what i feel about her captaincy like she she is a very cool captain indeed and mm. uh, if, if you have seen her bat even after making her 50s or 60s uh, or, or being in the 90s the novel 90 she she's pretty calm and we have seen how how calm smriti is on camera as well so and, and she has won the she she was the, the defending champion because she won the cup the last time right mm-hmm. so we know what what a good skipper she can be and even in even in this uh, tournament she was pretty good with her decisions and one can only guide the bowlers one can only set the field she can make the strategies but again how how cutthroat the competition was and things go here and there and you just lose your one opportunity that you could make to finals so yeah but by the part of her being the skipper she she did it pretty well because she had won the cup and she knows how to win it again so yeah and because i feel after mitali uh, like i said before hmm. harman and smriti coming as the senior players because i am pretty sure smriti will be the vice captain of the indian team the hmm. new indian team and she she has to like come up with the decisions because we have seen harman uh, smriti and mitali always coming up and talking with with julu bhi as well so it it it's, it's pretty good to see her as a senior because uh, senior player because we have always seen her as an opener yeah, yeah we have seen her in in the past uh, tournaments 
the women's T20 tournaments. But again, she growing as a player because as we are we are coming forward with the female cricket, it's growing. Mm-hmm. It's growing a lot. We are getting a lot of matches. We are getting a lot of international tournaments. We are getting a lot of tests. So she has had a lot of experience lately. We can say that. Mm-hmm. And seeing her grow like that, and then putting all the experience right away, yeah, that that that's pretty good to see. And I'm I'm pretty sure she'll. be the mumbai indians captain next year and yeah she she'll win it for them absolutely and as fans we too are hoping for the same and uh, you know focusing on trail blazers too uh, although their campaign was a little up and down if you had to look back at some of your favorite games uh, what would they be um for the trail blazers hmm. uh, it has to be the velocity game again because i loved how meghna was batting because yeah. we'll come to this thing uh, uh in the upcoming points as well because hmm. who's the player who will be like you know the performer for the team as like yeah megana hmm. because i was looking um, looking up to see megana after the australia series hmm. because uh we see shefali which is pretty and then there is jami i was just uh, seeing the scores of there was a practice match i guess india versus australia hmm And Meghna was playing. I was seeing her strike. I was like, "Damn, okay, we have a competition." <laughs> yeah, she she played in the first ODI as well, and she mm. played pretty well. She made a good fifty, I guess. And then I was like, "Okay, we have a we have a new candidate." Mm. But I felt it was pretty confusing at that point of time because World Cup is coming pretty soon, and then like our team is changing pretty frequently. But yeah, I had this in my mind. Meghna is some player, and she has played. Uh, she plays from railways, I'm guessing. Yes. And and I was like, yeah, I've I've seen her back in the highlights. Uh, it was the Jharkhand versus the Indian Railways for highlights. I've mm. seen her playing, and she and she and she, she was batting pretty well. I was like, yeah, it, it's a women's T20 challenge. Smriti Mandana opening with Meghna, and then Jamie Rodriguez. Uh, Jamie Rodriguez is coming up, which is like very exciting batting lineup. Mm. And then seeing Meghna batter like. batting like slogging she she wasn't just batting she was right away slogging from the first over as like yeah this this is indian cricket this is the indian cricket which we will be proud of so yeah meghna it was for me right and uh, if you also had to look at the most valuable player uh, this can be indian and overseas and you've spoken at length about jemi and s meghna so would they make it to your uh, mvps for totally well, Totally, both of them. I, I'm really sorry. I'll be very, 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 very partial with Jenny because she <laughs> is, she is my the favorite player for the Indian upcoming Indian players. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Meghna as well because making making such comebacks to the Indian team and then maintaining it because the thing with being consistent, we've seen how it is to be consistent in all the formats of the game and. And in and in in T twenties as specifically, they've got so many players coming up, and then you have to be cutthroat, consistent. Mm. And Meghna did it pretty well. So I was like, yeah, our Indian team is a team, is a squad to be very proud of. And yeah, I was very happy to see this tournament. Right, exactly. I mean, Indian cricket isn't safe hands. It's just about selecting the right squad and you know making the most of uh, those available players. But let's now, you know, focus on other, you know, general talking points from the uh, tournament. So, if you had to look back and focus on some of your favorite moments from the women's T Twenty Challenge, is there anything in particular that stands out? Any good fielding efforts or a good knock that you know you just can't not forget? Okay, I've got a lot of them. Okay, <laughs> uh, starting with Kiran Nagare. Totally, hmm. she was, she was such a player to look out for and. This is this is something which we look up for in the T Twenties and just seeing such players coming up in the middle overs. It was pretty good to see that. All right. Second thing was the last over of the final. Hmm. I mean the excitement. It was just. Oh, I mean this is what we what we want from the T Twenty. This is what we want from the player. This is what this is what we want from the uh, from cricket. Mm. and just just like you know getting so excited such such a nail biting match 
as like yeah this is something which everyone should look up for and i mean ipl is not just the thing which you should look up to hmm i mean i've seen a lot of games a lot of t20 leagues but this was something to look up to the final yeah absolutely and uh, you know how impressed were you with even harmanpreet kaur now she top scored the tournament with 151 runs in those three matches she was striking yeah, at yeah. 138 which is like just amazing she hit 12 boundaries and half a dozen sixes in total so good signs going ahead totally because we have seen harman go very poor with the form and and we have seen her struggle through her injury then corona and then Hmm. She got it back from the, I guess, the hundred. They're like, yeah. okay, she she's playing, she's she's playing pretty well. But then when she played for the Renegades, top scoring that league, and then this league, and then she was pretty 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 well with the bat in the World Cup as well. Hmm. I was like, yeah, this is the hormone which we want. This is the hormone which we look up to. As very glad to see Queen Hormone like that. I I always post. whenever i pull like yeah queen harman is back and i was like yeah queen harman is back yeah big stages we always see her you know uh, playing extremely well which is such a delight for us as fans to see as well and uh, earlier in the episode we did talk about s megna too and uh, now this time uh, she registered the highest score with that blistering knock of 73 and she also managed to complete the tournament as the fifth highest run getter so my question to you would be Uh, you know, can she be the answer to India's middle order crisis? Can we probably slot her in with Jamie and you know solidify that middle order? What I feel about this is we've got a lot of players. We've got a lot of yeah players coming in from the domestic circuit. We've got a lot of players making a comeback. Hmm. Even even that should even that thing should be noted because we have seen Snehra and Abad so well. We've seen Pooja Ostrakar batting so well and. now meghna coming up so so well so like who are the players which you can choose for the opening combination there are a lot hmm. who are the players which will come and bat at number 3 there are a lot and then middle order a lot for for meghna i've seen her bat in the top order right hmm. if she gets going in the middle order for the one days it will be very good to see such a players which has experience and can you know hit boundaries here and there and keep the scoreboard ticking it will be very good to see her in that role so yeah she could be in that uh, middle order uh, combination as well right and uh, talking about you know problems of abundance we also have a consistent performer in the form of hardleen diol now her uh, 19 ball 35 in that opening game for supernovas is like unforgettable right she's a gun fielder she's enthusiastic she can chip in with the bat and the ball now as india you know transitions into a new phase uh, probably having hardleen diol in that batting lineup probably as a finisher or you know even in the middle order for that matter could be beneficial for india so what's your thoughts on harleen diol and going ahead will india keep her in the scheme of things what i feel about harleen diol is she's got a lot of opportunities and she's backed by the skipper and the selection hmm. committee as well um we all know that she has missed out on opportunities at the international level but she was there because she can do what she can do with the bat and the ball and in the peeling we have seen that catch and it's still famous yeah <laughs> in like it it's one of the highlight for the icc as well amongst all the formats amongst under 19 or women's or men's because that catch made it uh, to icc okay yeah this is the level of fielding which cricket supposes to be mm-hmm. right So yeah, we can we we have seen what Harleen Dell can be for the team, and she can be so valuable. And yeah, that's what we were talking about the problem of, of abundancy. So talking of talking about, can she make it to the team? Okay, she is another all rounder, which you would look up to. Hmm. You've got like five all rounders now. Yeah. So it's going to be very very difficult for the selectors and the skipper to. take her in because she has to 
perform consistently because seeing her international record it's not that good hmm. and if, if if she shows up and bats pretty well i'll be very glad to see her bat because i just love her i, I just love her in the field and and seeing her bat like in the first match will be very good to see her perform internationally precisely and uh, you know talking about uh, players who who you know deserve that comeback i think we cannot you know just ignore priya punia now she uh, did show an improved boundary hitting ability her intent to rotate strike and her uh, you know important knocks even though they were you know 20 odds it still you know did show ki she has it in her to you know make it back into the team in case you know shifari varma is out of form or you know she needs to be a backup in the middle order for someone so uh, what do you think of uh, her as a player and going ahead considering we have the packed schedule can we see a comeback on cards totally because um if you see the thing with the selection committee experimenting all the players they are looking up to make the combination for the post uh, mitali and julian goswami era yeah and for that they've have and they've had this thing in their mind that they have to experiment a lot of players among the domestic circuit and the players who are making on back yeah. shafali is still a teenager and she has a lot of opportunities coming she she play a lot of international leagues but she still has a com- has a lot of com- uh, competition from the players who are who are going to come back because seeing priya punia and meghna vat like that it's going to be a very big deal mm-hmm. for shifali as well so it's it's not just that easy okay we have we got one hitter no she has to be technically sound she has to hit all the shots around the ground not not just slog right uh, right right to the straight and just 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 hitting it in the leg no she she just can't do that right now because it, there's a, there's a lot of competition because have you seen priya punia bat like that and slog through the covers that shows a lot of technical uh, like uh technical uh, dedication mm-hmm. plus how how well she can time it so yeah there, there's a lot of combination competition in the opening order mm-hmm. plus seeing priya punia bat like that i'm i'm very glad to see her open like that because she has been a member of uh, the, the the top order coming at number 3 but using the parlay like that i was very glad to see her like that exactly So carrying forward the discussion, uh, we have fangirled <laughs> enough about Laura Bulwar, but uh, she's you know had the best batting average at the end of the tournament. Now she muscled one thirty three runs in those three innings, and the average reads one thirty three. She remained not out in two of those three innings. That kind of does attribute to the batting average, but that does not take away from the contribution she has had. She registered a couple of half half centuries. and i think what really stood out from her batting was that impressive partnership in the finals with simran dil bahadur so how would you rate that particular performance i have talked about this earlier and i'll talk about this yet again the laura will part is becoming such a great player with the bat and i have seen her from the india south africa series how she just single handedly took our game and then seeing her bat in all the t20 leagues and yet again in the world cup and here back back at it again uh, i was watching the match with my sister as like jab tak hai she's going to win the game so just watch it because she is like and it's a very single it's a very like you know one sided game a single handedly supernova is there like this way to okay? this, this player is insane i mean shipali gone yastika gone kiran okere like she she played a lot like 10 11 balls and she was gone and then laura volvera is like this wait okay just wait she'll play she'll play pretty well i was like okay someone else will will have a good partnership with her because even the p scored couple of runs or something like that hmm. and and she was out and then even snay she she snay was looking pretty stable and then again i was expecting a lot from snay okay she she is anchor then and then whole part will just you know play her shots and then and then get there but again even even snay wasn't there and laura will part was right there at the crease 
hmm. just waiting for a partnership and you know i i've been in that situation when you're just having your players right in front of you and then you're just getting to the nose and when they get the side they're just getting out it's so damn irritating it's it's, it's so damn unfair to the player who is mm. scoring and getting the game going anchoring the whole inning in a in a very crucial uh, final and yet with all that pressure she's just hitting all her shots because during this time what happens is even you have to stop your shots and you have to take the uh, uh, singles because mm. you cannot lose the wicket right but then too she was just cutting the ball so well she was just like you know how she just pushes the ball in the into the fine leg she was just flawless with with the bat exactly she didn't play she didn't play any shot which can be termed wrong by mm. any expert out there i mean they deserved to win like i said velocity didn't win the tournament yet but they won hearts this year yet again talking of simran bahadur we have seen her finish matches in the domestic circuit mm. and we, we we have seen her ball in the international matches uh, a few of them but yeah she she bowled pretty well as well and how she was good with the bat down the ground i was just loving seeing her like i was like okay yet again of a pace bowler who can bat i mean indian cricket is just getting blessed plus mm. laura woodfart like that lady is pure love how she bats she's so flawless with her technique and she 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 just finishes the game she can open the open with the bat and she's just flawless precisely that has to be probably the best uh, summary of that uh, amazing tournament she had but you know talking about impact players i think uh, you know we also have to talk about pooja astrikar now she was uh, the leading wicket taker in the tournament and uh, she did uh, scalp like six wickets in those three matches uh, this does include Good. the four wicket haul and uh, an impressive average of 11.83 the economy was 7.10 she also registered you know those best bowling figures of 4 for 12 as well totally, now yeah. would you describe her as the x factor all rounder that india has always wanted and do you see her in the indian setup with sneha rana you know being those uh, assets for the team always because i will take pooja vastrakar as the lead bowler for the upcoming matches because i'll see her ball with the like i as okay let, let me come to this i saw her ball for the very first time for the supernovas hmm. it was 2020 ka uh, women's t20 series i was like okay i've heard of this player hmm. she can bat she can bowl from there i've seen her grow to this to the world cup to the big stage and she has grown so much hmm. and she has just grown with the ball and the bat At the, at the very same time, so yeah, Pooja Vasraka will be our X factor, and she she's gonna be the pacer all rounder, which is a thing in women's cricket. Like you know, we have got Alice Perry, we've got Talia McGrath in Australia, we've got Nats Kiver, the legend. So yeah. yeah, seeing a player, a young Indian player coming up, bowling so well, and then batting and finishing game as well. it is so good to see her like that and yeah like i said i was i was a little disappointed when she went economic uh, very expensive but yeah for her uh, that that four wicket haul was very important hmm. and then yet again like i'll say they just got three matches and they like you know being the highest wicket wicket taker amongst three matches i mean okay it's a big deal but what i feel about bowler is that any bowler is that they should get a lot of overs they should they should play a lot of matches and then yeah, like you know get 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 to the games right up and be be consistent because mm-hmm. like we see in men's ipl some bowlers they they are pr- pretty good with the ball in some matches let let's just take siraj like he was good with the ball in, in some power play matches but then he was he wasn't right yeah. so what we see in any bowler is consistency and then we are talking of pooja vasrakar who has been very consistent lately in the mm. world cup and and in the australia series as well so i was expecting that form from her in the four wicket or it was totally evident i was expecting a lot as a better from her 
that we couldn't see, but I'm pretty sure we'll see again like we saw in the World Cup. So yeah, Pooja Pooja was the, is gonna be the the X factor, the the pacer all rounder India was looking for. Exactly, and uh, I know we have spoken about you know favorite games earlier too, but uh, did the qualification scenario get you all excited and you know just kept you at the edge of the seat in this tournament, especially that match between Trailblazers and Velocity? It was so important, you know, to see who was going to play that coveted final versus Supernovas. So how exciting was that match for you? Totally, that match uh, was like the semi-final. Let's just say it was like the semi-final of the tournament because. Yeah. Even, even okay, it was a semi. It's so controversial to say it the same final because Trailblazers won, but they actually didn't win. <laughs> like it, it's so messy right here, but it's so cutthroat as well because last time also we saw all of them won a match and they lost. Hmm. Then to the then to the competition was cutthroat, and just continue continuing with that. Even even this time as well, it happened till the last match, and the and with the net run rate coming in, and Trailblazer have to uh, stop them within one sixty nine runs, I guess, mm. somewhat like that. And we were expecting that velocity to lose it. Then comes Navgir and just hits it so well, and just taking them to the finals. It was it was it was very good to see them like that. Exactly, and uh, you know, talking about players who missed out, right? Now we have Mithali Raj and Julian Goswami, who are obviously inching closer to the end of their uh, very illustrated and uh, illustrious and glorious careers. But they did not feature in this edition. So, what was your initial reaction not seeing them? And is Indian cricket just moving ahead without them in at least these type of tournaments? Um, we we see both of them hanging their boots. Uh, for the T Twenty hmm. score for the Indian, for the Indian side already, what we were expecting was a World Cup, a final World Cup for them. We all yeah. were expecting that, hmm. all right? Which unfortunately couldn't happen. We we, we couldn't even qualify for the semi-finals. But but uh, it was very evident that they wouldn't play the T Twenties. I mean, if they have to play ahead of parallel series or something. They play the ODIs and ODIs are their thing, right? For for Julian as well, Julian being the lead bowler, I know she can bowl. I thought that she hung her boots pretty soon for the T20s as well because there's no bowler who can be as consistent as Julian with the ball, with her line, with her length, and you know how how she takes the ball, how we take, how she takes the game, how she takes uh, the power plays. It, it's just so good to see her like that. But I've seen them concentrating. For the longer format, so it was very evident that they won't feature in this one. Uh, yet again, it was very, very uh, like you know we were missing them. It was very, very absent without mm. them, and we were we were uh, gonna see our legends in our game. But okay, it's fine. The the youngsters are gonna come up, and it's gonna be like this right as well because they had to end their career. I mean, I am twenty three and. When I was born, then Mitali Raj started an international career. Yeah. All right. So I mean, it had to happen someday or another. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's it was very emotional for Indian cricket as well because even Deepthi would feel that 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 I am uh, taking her place. Mm-hmm. Like you know, she has taken the Mitali Raj has taken the team so well, and like you know, she she has brought these players up and. One matches with them, and now Deepthi is gonna, you know, take her position. Yeah, it's gonna be very new for all the players uh, in the dressing room as well, and for 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 the senior players as well. Like you know, it will be very emotional for them to leave this circuit. Like you are here for more than two decades, so hmm. yeah, it's gonna be very emotional for all of them. And you know, even we will take time to transition from this stage to a new one. And even I am expecting that. Hmm. They should get a farewell series or something, you know, uh, the Sri Lanka series or anything. But yeah, exactly. And soon it's going to happen in the Indian setup too. Uh, without them, but in in this case, the legends themselves decided not to, you know, feature in this edition. 
But how surprised were you when you know Shikha Pandey, Ekta Bhrisht, among the reputed names, did not make the cut in any of the squads? Like it was pretty surprising, right? So what exactly is you know happening with these sporadic selections and thoughts on the same? Shikha Pandey, I mean, we all were talking about how biased it was for hmm. Shikha Pandey for the World Cup selection because we saw the ball of the year with her. Yeah. In Australia, that boy just swinging and then seeming inside. It was like, damn, this is that that is some delivery. And then she wasn't selected for the World Cup. Okay, that that was shocking. But then I don't know what's up with the selectors for not selecting her because after Julian Goswami, she's the second most senior uh, senior bowler for us, right? Mm-hmm. So it was very very surprising to see her like this. And, and 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 we have seen how positive she is on the social media and how how she's calm about her game and just you know taking the opportunities and uh, using using them pretty passionately. We can we can see how passionate she is with the ball. I did miss her bowling in the tournament because we need some player to like you know lead the game, lead the game for the teams. I mean we had Meghna Singh. But just imagine we could have Shikha Pandey in her place, who could like you know finish her overs because Meena Singh was very expensive. Maybe if if mm-hmm. there was Shikha Pandey, she would have uh, she she would have just completed her overs and like you know been more economical than Meena Singh. So mm-hmm. yeah, that that could have been the case. Right. So while the merits of having such a small tournament, you know, despite the vast availability of resources that the BCCI has, it's quite questionable. Now it is still a chance for uh, probably you know India's best domestic cricketers to rub shoulders with superstar cricketers. Now this is not just limited to Indian cricketers, but obviously overseas cricketers too, in a competitive environment. But the fact that the tournament has you know restricted itself to this four-match affair, despite the volume of cricket played by a majority of selected cricketers, it's just nowhere close to enough, right? Even the senior uh, women's T20 trophy that we spoke about a little earlier on wasn't telecasted, and even in this. in C20 challenge the scheduling was a big concern we had teams you know playing night matches the very next day playing afternoon games so that the scheduling was also off so what are your thoughts on all that's happening here yeah as we have seen this thing coming up in the comment section shame on ubcci i mean we we have seen how poor the quality the pic, the, the picture quality was so poor when they were posting pictures i mean as if they they were taking screenshots or something i mean i mean they could have taken much better pictures with better updates like we we have seen how good the england uh, handle is we have seen how good the australian handle is like you know australian handle they just pose the reels right away uh, the twitter handle which is like you know give all the updates right away who are the players coming in and we've got our handle which is like you know nothing which is basically nothing mm. we had our world cup and we saw they, they were just putting up a story after the matches over like i mean it, it it's, it's the big platform there's a big india pakistan match which which will make a festival if it were a, a men's match and as like this is very unfair i mean we all know it's very unfair regardless mm. but talking of how bad the pitches were i mean we've got so many stadiums yet again those used pitches i mean th- this is a very big concern for our board because we've got a lot of players and the whole world is looking at our players all right we our players are going to away leagues and they're performing so well so our players are coming into highlight and if our board can't can't manage the players and Uh, give them opportunities give them matches give them facilities give them test matches it's their loss because mm-hmm. our players are showing their capability in whatever capacity they are getting so like yeah it's it's a board at fault and a media as well because we'll just listen to all the ipl games being being the big deal getting updates but If you will go in the cars, you won't get updates of the big league, mm. women's World Cup, like which should be right there. It, it's 
it's a india pakistan game regardless so you should you should watch it it's a india australia game regardless so they should like you know highlight it that way not just a bottom headline for your 9 to 10 news no it's not not just that there, mm-hmm. there should be a a specific program for that this this guy the sports thug guy even even he should feature all the uh, players and like you know talk about it regularly and i mean our board is at fault our media is at fault and the the facilities are at fault the pitches what not so let's just assume they will change somehow mm-hmm. and the change will come after the women's t20 uh challenge this mm-hmm. year because next year this is going to be ipl according to them and i'm just hoping that ipl brings a lot of changes um uh, if not a lot of indians will watch them even if a few of them start watching a six team uh, women's ipl it's going to be a big deal because now the players will be known to a, to a, to a very big audience and mm. that's going to be a big deal for the board as well because now their players are being highlighted throughout the world and india as well because indian cricketing audience is very vast so it's going to be very uh, hectic for the board next year because they, they have to manage this while the women's uh, cricket calendar is so uh, hectic in itself so yeah it's going to be very tough for the board and they have to do it. it it's it's high time now absolutely and you know as much as we sound as uh, <laughs> angry women uh, cricket fans but there are you know these myriad of problems that uh, does plague women's cricket in india but even when you look at this women's t20 challenge right this is uh, hopefully in its final edition because next we will have the women's ipl starting it's a 16 women's ipl that's a promise given by bcci but uh, there's also this concern on you know how women's cricket is not financially viable or you know it's difficult to get in the sponsors and even the lead sponsor for the men's ipl uh, you know declined to uh, give that financial uh, support to women's t20 challenge that's why they had to look for other sponsors so what are your thoughts on the same like is a women's ipl financially feasible uh, do we see the bcci putting in some of their investment as well because they're obviously the world's richest cricketing board so can we see investment from their end so you know the returns are for everyone to see um first of all um what i feel about this is our uh, women's cricket scenario is a couple of decades behind hmm. the others okay uh, by the boards and the sponsor and the, and, and the country's mindset itself uh, we we had the 1987 world cup in india and it was very difficult to bring in the sponsors it was very difficult to organize a full fledged uh, world cup right we're talking of ipl we're talking of a four game women's t20 challenge we're talking of sponsors all right it, it's it's all it's all very difficult we know but are we talking of the richest board in the whole world hmm. yeah that that's bcci for you right there i'm not asking for you to do charity i mean you are the board of cricket for india so i mean it's not actually honest for your own game to be organized like that if you are talking of cricket in itself you won't let your players play the same game when they've played the uh, match last night you know, that that's just unfair for cricket in itself right Hmm. you won't let your you won't let your man do that so if not bringing in a lot of sponsors if not uh, like you know getting all the facilities even if the required facilities are being like you know given to them and the the standards are maintained for what the for what the players and the uh, uh, the, the tournament needs so even that is sufficient for them because the the rest of it the the tournament uh, and the audience and the craze for the game that will do for it we don't need some sponsors for that i mean who knew ipl will be some huge event when it started i mean we all knew there was a lot of investment coming in all the all the international players coming in but we didn't know it will be it will be the greatest 
ट्वेंटी लीग इन द फ्यूचर सुन राइट सो इवन द स्पॉन्सर डिट नो दैट लाइक they're they're going to be paid so well after the ipl started so it's all about investing it's all about taking a chance and uh, for for our board and our sponsor it's time to look into this and actually give it see what we what they and we uh, the board would think is that they are doing charity by putting up money in this and like you know women's cricket is not identified so it's actually not profitable for them right mm. so i mean that 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 mindset should be uh, like you know it should be stopped right there and like we should talk when we talk cricket when we discuss cricket it should be like let's give them a uh, equal opportunity in cricket terms and let's just see them grow if it happens it happens or you're just being fair to the game that's it yeah so like yeah if if the sponsors have to come they'll come if not that that's something where which is very commercial but the board has to do what they have to do mm-hmm. they have to like you know give the opportunities in whatever capacity they can but let let, let the opportunities for the capable players for for the uh, whole squad that that we have be as equal as the men and then let's just see them grow like let's just not compare it with the men's ipl how much it earns let's just see how good in the quality of cricket in terms it is so the board has to see it this way if financially okay there will be less sponsors okay um uh, it it won't be as flashy as ipl the jerseys will be all right no not filled with a lot of uh, sponsors but in cricketing terms if it's as sufficient as the uh, men's ipl it will grow as rapidly as it did so mm-hmm. yeah the, the board should look up to this absolutely and you know in spite of this uh, differential treatment uh, the women's t20 challenge yet was a quality tournament right we got to see some really good performances and uh, i think the board can you know pick up a good score for the upcoming series from this now we have a bilateral series against sri lanka oh, this is ahead of the commonwealth games in that july to august uh, week and we also have yeah. a series against the hosts england uh, of the fifth edition of the asia cup uh, t20 and then we have even the uh, you know world champions australia would be touching down for a series in december then we have the under 19 world cup and we have even the senior world event in the same format the t20 format that's going to be played in jan and feb so how excited are you with this uh, packed calendar and considering you know uh, we just concluded with the senior women's t20 challenge and uh, even the trophy version now uh, these are the domestic tournaments do you think the selectors have you know a good set of players to choose from and form that solid squad totally totally because see what has been our condition after the corona scenario and during that as well that we were not getting a lot of matches right we we were actually not getting a lot of matches and now what's happening is ki we've got the international t20 leagues happening uh, the 100 big bash and the women's t20 challenge which happened the domestic matches which happened and all the series away series the home series it happened then the world cup now upcoming the Uh, calendar which has been planned already for the next cycle it's it's so packed already with the commonwealth games coming in i'm so glad they're happening uh, it's going to be so good for them because they're going to get such such experience than women's ipl next year i'm very very excited for like you know the calendar we're going to we're going to have exactly you know considering how women's cricket doesn't get those many uh, series as much as men's cricket does so you know this packed calendar is certainly something that will augur well for the growth of women's cricket as well and on that note let's just uh, uh, you know conclude the episode with the final thoughts and do you have a word of appreciation for the ardent women cricket fans totally totally because um, even in all our groups and when when we were talking about the games and how 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 good how good the players have been how how we adore jemi or how we uh, see the skipper harman uh, played from the, like hitting it to the boundaries and then like you know new players coming up kiran abire it's just been 
such a great time for uh, women's cricket lately mm-hmm. and uh, we all miss uh, we all will miss uh, mitali and julian goswami but then after uh, after uh, the the changes we have seen lately after new after seeing the new players coming up i'm i'm very optimistic for the future of indian women's cricket the whole squad plus the a side which will have because we've got a lot of players that the pool is just so 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 vast and then then the ipl we're going to see some new faces as well so mm. yeah the indian women's cricket is going to be as compatible as other um, other other international test playing teams and i'm i'm really glad to see it like that absolutely and you know as fans we will be rooting for uh, the team to grow as much and they have been you know playing really well in spite of all the obstacles and uh, all the odds stacked against them which is so inspiring and uh, yeah here's hoping that you know we can see them uh, lift the silverware as well because that's what some people consider as parameters for success but we know right the amount of hard work that goes in but uh, yeah on that note we draw curtains on this episode i'd like to take this opportunity to thank you in spite of your very busy working day to you know make time for this episode and record it like it was a really fun chat because for me to find fellow women cricket fans is very difficult and uh, the passion that you spoke i'm sure the listeners will be able to resonate and uh, yeah thank you so much for doing this thank you for giving me the chance for talking about cricket regardless and that women's cricket which i am very keenly like you know updated about yeah it was an it was an honor to be on the podcast <laughs> thank you so much cheers I'd like to thank you all for ardently supporting my blog and this podcast. We're growing each episode strength to strength. It really gives me the strength and zeal to keep working and delivering quality content to you all. A heartfelt thank you. Do check out at the rate never in the back foot on Instagram and at the rate never in the back one on Twitter for the latest facts, trivia, quizzes, terminology, and a lot more. The podcast is also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Overcast, and a lot of other platforms. So please do spread the word. Also feel free to share your thoughts and suggestions for the already published episodes and recommendations for future topics. Do share this episode widely and your support is really appreciated. See you next time listeners. Cheers, stay safe and take care. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.